So I guess we're officially started. Um, so I get the privilege of being with you guys for the next six weeks. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lose over here. So asked Drew what he wanted me to do, and so we talked about doing the book of First Samuel, and uh, got into it, and I realized it was 31 chapters. So unless I do, if, if I did a chapter a week, which is like 20 times faster than Pastor Rich goes through, uh, we'd be here for 31 weeks, so we're not gonna do that. So he said, hey, listen, I've been wanting to do something on work, a four-letter word. Um, for, so we're gonna talk about work uh, for the next six weeks. And so I got a question for you before I get started and all my stuff here, let me get my notes. Somebody give me a definition of work. What does it mean to work, or what is work? Work. <laughs> yes. To do and care for. Say that again. To do and like care for. To do and care for. Okay. Work. Okay. Let me get to the opposite. What's What's it mean to be lazy? So what? So not to do and not to care for. Huh? Hot potato. Hot potato. Couch potato. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me give you Webster's dictionary uh, definition. It says work is an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. So, what is it if you have the same word that means the same thing but it's a different word? Is that a synonym? Synonym. Okay, so give me give me some synonyms of work. If you're, you didn't want to use the word work, but you wanted to use something else. Labor. Labor, very good. Toil. Toil. Did somebody say toil? Yeah. Toil, very good. All right. Excuse me. What else? What, what you got? Slavery. Slavery? <laughs> okay. Child abuse, could be. Okay. Um, exertion. Effort, all right. What's uh, so the definition of lazy, according to dictionary, is unwilling to work or use energy, all right. So give me give me a synonyms of the word lazy. Nate. Nate. You know, not not a not a personal pronoun, a a adjective. Okay, give me give me a synonym of the word lazy. Come on, you guys know this stuff. You you wanted to call your friend lazy, but you didn't want to use that word. What? Sass. Sass. My sister never works, and she's so sassy. So oh well, being sassy, being being sassy, being sassy is different than being lazy. Sassy involves a mouth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So again. Okay, but but does she do it? Yes. Okay, well then she's not being lazy. Okay. She's just she's just got an attitude problem. Okay. All right, so give me give me some synonyms of being lazy. What you guys what else would you use? What? Yeah, sure. Failure? Okay. All right. Idle. Okay. Slacking? Ooh, that's a good one. A slacker. All right. What? Hot, hot potato again. Couch potato. <laughs> Couch potato. Okay. All right. What? Inactive. Inactive. All right. 
Sloppo, there you go. You had to reach into your Bible for that one, didn't you? <laughs> all right. Okay, so, so keep all those thoughts in mind. Okay, tell you what. Since, since we need to, well, let me tell you what we're going to do. So the goal for the next few weeks is we're going to talk about four lies that lead to being lazy. And we've all said these things in one way or another. Okay, all right. Okay, four, and we'll talk about them, but we're going to do a little something different today, okay? He says, so one of the lies that leads to being lazy is, I just need a little more. I just need a little more sleep. I just need a little more rest. I, Mom, I just need a little more time. Okay, that's, that's one, of, one of the lies that leads to being lazy. Um, there's, here's another one. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Dad, I can cut the grass tomorrow. Mom, I can take out the trash tomorrow. Here's, here's one. Hey, I'll clean my room tomorrow. Okay. Um, too hard. I'll do my homework tomorrow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here's, here's one. I would be putting myself at risk. Do you know how, do you know how hot it is outside right now? I can't go out there and, and, and take the trash. Do you know how hot it is? Or, what? Well, okay. So here's, here's a question. Here's a question. Well, a side question I wanted to ask you. Does, is procrastination a form of laziness? Hmm? What if it's thundering, storm, lightning like crazy and, 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 and you don't want to get struck by lightning, so you don't go, you don't go outside and take the trash out. You'd say, hey, mom, let's wait till this evening and it's not raining. No. I'll take the trash out then. Is that lazy? No. Maybe not. I don't know. But <laughs> if, if, if it's like, I'll get, it, I'll get it in a minute. I'll get it in a minute. I'll get it in a minute. I know, I heard you. I'll get it in a minute. I, I, how many times you got to tell me? I said I was going to do it. I'll get it. You know? Oh, gosh, would you get off my back? I'll get it. I'll get it done. And then tomorrow comes along, and it's still not done. So it's kind of like this. So I have, I have a right front tire that's low on air. So I was out driving around yesterday afternoon, and a light in my truck lit up, and it said, uh, low tire pressure. So I thought, oh, it's raining. I'm not going to mess with it. The next thing I know, it's evening, and I forget about it. So guess what I had to do this morning? Put air in my tire this morning, all right? Which is not, you know, the most likable thing to do before you're getting ready to go to church, all right? So that was procrastination. Okay, here's another one. Um, what do you know about the pressure I'm under? Dad, you just don't understand all the things I've got going. You just can't, you can't possibly imagine. I've got math, I've got history, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, oh, you just don't understand all I've got, all right? Never hear any of that stuff, do you? Never, never have done any, said anything like that. No, no, I don't believe that, right, okay. All right, so those are kind of things we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks, all right, all those things. But I wanted to, um, let's see, we'll start with this. Okay, so hang on, let me move this here. 
Okay. So I brought uh, something in that we're going to use. Is this a weapon? <laughs> Only if my wife gets a hold of it. Okay. All right. So, what is the question I wanted to ask? No, it's not for a punchy bag. <laughs> Tell you what, while, while I'm looking something up, who's, who wants to read some scripture? Everybody turn to Proverbs. Everybody turn the Bible to Proverbs. Proverbs. Start chapter 10. Find chapter 10. Proverbs. <laughs> you get the one? You get the one? That was set on the floor. Okay. All right. All right. So, let's see. 10 verse 5. Nice and loud. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. He who gathers when? In summer. Okay. And then what and who he who sleeps when? In harvest. In harvest. All right. Okay. So this is what I want to talk about briefly this morning. All right. What who doesn't have a Bible in their hands? Okay. All right. Okay. Almost all you have your Bible in the hand. All right. So I want you to think about scriptures as an as an instrument or a tool. Okay. So I or a manual. Let's think about it as an instrument, a tool, or a manual. All right, so I brought, I brought some, uh, some of my manuals in from the house, all right? So uh, this is simplified stair layout, okay? If any of you girls would like to know uh, exactly how to build a set of steps, this is, this is an, an excellent book. It's very small, it's pretty thin, but it, Anything you need to know about how to lay out and build a set of steps is right in this book, all right? So this is a manual for our instructional book for building steps. Um, this was the book that was given to me when I was an apprentice carpenter for building roofs. So if you're gonna build a wooden structure with a roof, here's all your, your pitches and your how to build your jacks and your hip valleys and your and all that stuff, it's all in here in this nice little manual or little book, okay, uh, for building a roof. This is a 1952 edition of the Concrete Reinforcing Steel Institute on how to lay rebar, all right? So yeah, rebar is that metal that they put in concrete to keep it all from holding together, okay? All right, so this is, this is a great, it's got all the formulas for figuring how thick to pour your concrete, how much steel you got to put in your concrete, all those sort of things, all right. This is one of my favorite books. This is my manual to my tractor, all right. 
we, we sleep with this one, all right? So this tells me everything I need to know about my tractor, how much oil to put in it, when to change the oil, when the, uh, you know, how much air is supposed to be in the tires, all that stuff, okay? All this good stuff. This, this one is um, a very special book. This is a 1940 Blue Jackets manual, which a 1940 Blue Jacket manual is what a young man would have received when he entered the Navy in 1940. Um, so, he, so when he went to boot camp, you got one of these and it taught you everything you needed to know how to be a sailor in the Navy in 1940, which would have been right before the first Second World War, okay? So this was Kelly's grandfather's that he received when he enlisted in the Navy in 1942. This was his, and uh, he left this to me after he died, so he gave it to me, uh, which was really cool, all right? So different types of manuals, different things that, for instruction, all right? These are instruments used for, for, as a tool for instructing, all right? That's what this is. This is an instrument. This is a, an instruction manual given to us by God, all right? No different than a book for giving you how much oil to put in your tractor. It has a purpose that it's about, except the difference is this. It's divinely given, and it's given from God, all right? It's an instrument, all right? And instruments are only as good as you use them, all right? So what I have for you this morning, all right? So this, for you guys, it's not a punching bag holder. Who said that? <laughs> all right. This is a tripod, all right? Okay. This is a level, all right? And so the idea is to get this fairly close to being level, which it is there. It's pretty good there. All right. So then, so if you're building a house, a castle, the arch, okay, um, the first thing you put in when you build a house is what? The bottom level. Okay, what, what is the bottom level? The basement. Okay, how many of you guys all have, in your house have a basement? Does anybody not have a basement? You don't have a basement. Okay, so your house is what's called on slab. Okay, so if everybody else has a basement, which are those big concrete walls when you go downstairs, all right, that's your basement. What are the, what are the concrete walls sitting on? Anybody know? The, well, the foundation or the footings. Actually, the concrete walls is all considered the foundation, okay? But the concrete walls sit on what's called a big footing. So it's like this. This is a footing, and concrete walls sit on it, okay? And, and the idea of this is being much wider, that it takes the weight and doesn't let the house settle, all right? So when you're having a house built and the guy pulls up with a bulldozer or a backhoe or a high lift and he's gonna dig the big hole to put your foundation in, okay, because it's gotta be in the ground, right? You just, you don't automatically walk up and there's a hole in the ground to put your house in, you gotta dig it, all right? So you guys know it's like digging with a shovel, right? You dig a hole, how straight and flat and level is it? Not, okay? So you, so you dig this big hole, let's say you got a 2,000 square foot house. You gotta dig this big hole, all right? How level do you think it is? Probably not. They get pretty close, those guys are good. But, I mean, the hole could be a little bit like this, could be a little bit like this, it could be a little bit this way, okay? So, if you pour 
the concrete for your walls on something that's like this, what are your walls going to be? They're going to be like this, they're going to be crooked, they're going to lean. So then the guys come along, the carpenters come along, and they try to build on top of that, and your walls are going like this, or going like that. So the idea is when you're going to pour the footing, to get it nice and level all the way around. All right. So how are you going to do that? you got a 2,000-foot square house. You have a, a wall that's 200 feet long this way, 400 feet this way. Okay. How are you going to get all that level? with this, okay? This is a builder's level, okay? So the purpose of this is to level the thing. So you put it, so this is, this is for lack of, for what everybody would call it, would, is an instrument, okay? Just like a doctor uses a scalpel, uh, your mom uses a spatula, okay? That's an instrument. Uh, Okay, especially if she swung it at you like my mom did. <laughs> my mom always spanked with a spatula. Okay. You mean any guys' moms use a spatula to spank, to spank you with? Yours? Really cool. All right, that's great. That's great, man. My mom, we had a long handle. We had a long handle one that had holes in it. And so my mom would swing it, it'd whistle. All right. <laughs> it was great. All right, so. All right, so your idea is to get this level, all right? So we'll just do it real quick here, all right? So there's a bubble up top here you can't see that goes, so if, so I adjust the screws and the bubble either goes up or down, all right? So we get set. Let me check it this way real quick. That's pretty good. So we get that way. Okay, so it's close to the level, all right. So now how does that help me? I'm digging a hole. And I'm going to pour, I got to get all my forms in nice and level. So I want, I want this corner to be the same height as this corner, the same height as this corner, the same height as this corner. Now you can't just look at it and say, oh, that looks pretty good, you know. Well, you could, but that's not how you're going to do it, all right. So you have to have something that's going to measure that. So you would normally use a rod, but since I didn't want to bring my rod in, I just brought a folding rule in, all right? So, I'm going to get Mr. Head. I like getting Mr. Head to help. All right, so this is, this is a regular, it's a ruler. It's got measurements. It's got inch measurements on it. You can see it all the way down the line, all right? So he's going to put it with the one inch down, okay? And he's going to hold it, okay? Why don't you hold it right, right here? Okay, it's easy, all right? And so the idea is, I look through this, and it's got, it's a, it's a telescope, basically, but it has a set of crosshairs in it, just like, how many guys have been hunting? How many's got a rifle with a scope on it? Okay, when you look through, it's got a set of crosshairs, right? Okay, and when, you, and when you're looking at a target, you put the crosshairs right on, on, the, on what you want to hit, and then hopefully you hit it, all right? All right, so as I look through here, all right, so I got to focus, and let's see here. Where's the... There is. Okay. Okay. So hang on. I gotta get Mr. Mark. Oh, that that now that is ugly. Let's see. Hang on, man. Hang on, man. All right. There we go. Okay. All right. So I'm looking at this. All right. And when I look at it, 
I see on, on the ruler, I'm seeing 65, all right? Okay, so right there. So see where Mr. Head parked his, point, pointed his finger? All right, so now if Mr. Head goes over to that corner. <laughs> it's pretty hard. That's, he's, he's just the rod guy. <laughs> All right, so I come over here and I look at it. Okay, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Boy, it's still ugly. Where you at? Hang on. Ooh. I'm having trouble finding you. He's not even there. He's disappeared. There he is. Hang on. Okay. All right. So now that's reading 65 and a half inches. It read 65 over there. It's reading 65 and a half inches. So what is that corner compared to that spot? A half inch what? No, it's a half inch lower because it's the rule is going this way. So it's, it's a half inch lower. So if I wanted that corner of the floor to match what's over here, I got to raise it by how much? Half inch. Okay, so that's what you do all the way around the foundation to get it level, okay? It's, it's an instrument, okay? So th all, this is, all this does is because I've leveled this, it's, it shoots us a, a, a parallel line, a, a level line all around. I could do this corner, I could do this corner. Question. Shoot, no, no. I, when I use the word shoot, it's just a, a term for looking through it, okay? All right, you can sit down, Mark. All right. Yeah, it's a concrete floor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you, so, but you can imagine if, if you did, well, let's say it was, it was three inches out. And I, and I poured the slab like that. And then I built, this, I put a nine foot corner on this side and a nine foot corner on this side. What do you, when you get to the top? You're still three inches out, right? Do you want, to, do you want your second floor to be three inches this way? No, okay. What if, what if in building the arch, you got one leg over here and one leg over here, and if they didn't start at the same point, how are you gonna end up at the same point when you get to the top? You're not, okay? So it's very important that the foundation is level and accurate and what you start with has to be right, okay? That's why what we start with when we talk about our life and what's going on in life and where we're gonna go and the problems in our life is we start with the foundation, okay? We start with the Word of God, all right? And this is the instrument that God uses to, to straighten things out, to level things out, to get us at a point where he can build on our life and move up, okay? So that's, that's the beginning. That's, that's what, that's, how incredible is that, that the God of the universe, the creator, the omnipotent, all-seeing, all-knowing, all-present, perfect creator gave us a book, a manual to use that I could pick up every single day all right, and use in my life to help me with my problems, all right? And we're, and we're gonna use it in talking about being lazy, work, okay? 
how many how many of you guys figure out figure you're going to end up getting a job sometime? Or how many? Let me ask you this: How many of you guys got a job? What do you do, Landon? Uh, we're at the Y. Okay, you work at the Y. What do you do? Uh, I'm an official. You're an official? Yeah. Official what? Oh, sports. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So you, so you referee and does stuff, do yeah, stuff right. like that. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. Does it pay okay? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. All right. Oh, Dad. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Well, anybody else got a job? What do you do? I work at the church for I babysit. Okay. You like doing it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Does it pay okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anybody else got a job? What do you do? You mow lawns? Okay. How much you charge? You don't charge. You don't charge? What? I got a large. I got a yard for you. <laughs> okay. Anybody else got a job? What do you do? Uh, I work at the point. The point? Okay. What do you do? Uh, Lifeguard. Lifeguard? No. no. I don't know. You don't know. Why does? Know who I, am. I thought maybe he hired you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a like the front desk guy. Okay. Cool. You like it? Yeah. It's all right. Okay. What do you do? No. Mulans? What do you charge? Ten dollars a yard? No, ten dollars per square inch. Well, ten dollars for a lawn. Okay, that's not bad. If he, if I can't get him to do mine, I'll get you. All right. Okay. All right. So, but. You what? I annoy Zeke professionally. You annoy Zeke professionally? Does it pay well? Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So. Um, how, how, how many of you guys, let me ask, let me ask, you guys need to listen to this. You guys need to listen. Okay. Girls, how many of you guys figure your husband's going to have a job? He better. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that? Okay. All right. Okay. Your husband, okay. How many of you guys figure you need your husband to have a good job? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Is it, is if, 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 do you expect your, like girls, guys gotta listen, listen, this is important, you need to pay attention because this will help later in life, trust me. Okay. Um, how many of you guys, girls, do you expect your husband to pretty much keep the same job most of the time? Uh, if he keeps having for job, the income won't be stable. Okay. Okay. So what? What? What do you? What do you need? What do you? What do you need to keep your job? If you want to be an official, and you want to keep that job, what do you got to do? I got. I got to do it. You got to do it. You actually got to do it, right? Can you? Can you show up late? No. No. That's a big no-no. All right. Can Can you? Can Later on, you get to work, and an hour and a half later, the boss is looking for you, and he opens up a closet, and he finds you in there sleeping. Okay, I'm fired. You're probably fired, right? Are these good things? No. Okay. Do do they happen? Absolutely. I worked with I worked with a guy. We were we where I worked. We had to have. Because of the chemicals on the on the plant grounds, we'd have evacuations, uh, uh, practicing a, a chemical spill, and so everybody had to leave the plant, and and go meet up at a certain place. And this one guy, 
consistently would not show up. We just couldn't, he'd never show up. Well, they found him sleeping in a closet, all right? Amazing, an electrician, amazing. <laughs> all right, go figure, yeah. Um, all right, so, so, so now girls, now you need to listen to this. Guys, how many plan on getting married? Nobody raised their hand. <laughs> all right. how, how many think you might get married? Okay, all right, okay. So, so the, so the beautiful, so the beautiful young lady that you're going to marry, okay, and how many guys plan on having kids? No, no, no kids either. All right, all right. So, all right. So you let's, if your wife's, if if you're working and you don't have kids, what do you think your wife's going to be doing? Yeah, I'm asking the guys. I'm asking the guys. Okay. Work. She better have a job. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So, so let's say your wife's a, let's say your wife's a stay-at-home wife. You make you're making bank. You're you got a, You got a great job. All right. You're making big money, and you say, "Honey, I love you so much. You don't need to work. You just stay at home. You just stay home and take care of the house." Now you come home from work. What do you think the house should look like? Clean. I'm asking the guys. <laughs> what, should, what, should, what should the house look like? Clean. 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 All right. Spotless. Absolutely spotless. Girl, girls, girls, are you listening to this? Okay. All right. Spotless. What should you smell when you walk in the front door? Dinner. The beach. <laughs> the beach. All right. So, so. If if you if you walked if guys if you walked in from a hard day you just put in ten hours at the office at work whatever girls shh, shh, girls you just put in a hard day at the office you walk in and and you walk in the house you tripped over some pair of shoes in the front door um, you walk in a, and then. In the, there in the living room, your wife laying on the couch in a bathrobe and a big old pair of fuzzy house slippers, and a, there's a, a box of half-eaten chocolate sitting next door, you know, and you, what are you going to think? What? That won't go over. That won't go over. Okay. All right. So, would, so would, would, would you think that, gosh, I worked hard all day. My wife, why is she lazy? No, right, you wouldn't want, right, okay. Same with girls, you don't want, so working and being lazy can be a real problem, all right? Yes. Scripture addresses that. Let's go to, back to Proverbs again, all right. So you guys in Proverbs still? So who's got, somebody read uh, chapter 15, verse nine. Who's got it? Adam, go ahead. Chapter 15, verse 9. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who pursues righteousness. Was that chapter 15, verse 9? Yeah. 19. 19. Sorry. The way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path, the path of the upright is a level highway. The way of the sluggard is like a what? A hedge of thorns. How many guys know what a hedge is? A hedge. Okay. Okay, but what 
It's not. It's more than just a bush. What is a hedge? It's It's like a wall of bushes, right? It's a big, long wall of bushes, and it says a sluggard is like a hedge of what? Thorns. Thorns, right? So, during the Second World War, after the Americans landed in Normandy, they they had to break out into into France, and they had trouble getting through what? Anybody know what they were? Hedgerows, exactly. What were they? Mazes. Mazes of bushes and that that farmers used to to shield and to area off their corner of crops. So you had all these hedges that that they're all intertwined and woven together. You just can't run through them. You can't go, go, go around because it takes a long time to go around. So they had to cut their way through these things. So what they did was they put big forked things on the front of tanks and drove through them. But it was a real obstacle to get through. Imagine if that type of obstacle has thorns on it. How, how likely are you going to be to want to run through that and, and try to get through that? Um, zero, 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 zero. Okay. okay. That's what it says being a sloth or a sluggard is like. It's, it's, it's an opposition. It's a block. It, it, it keeps you from moving forward in your life. Okay, Adam, read, read the last part again. But the pathway of the what? The righteous. The, righteous, the person who's, who's not a slothful, not, not uh, lazy, is what? The upright. Oh, a level highway. Is a level highway. How fast can you go on a level highway? Pretty fast. Pretty fast. Okay, in Europe they have highways that there's no speed limit. It's called autobahns. You just, the guys in them Porsches just drop the hammer and man, they're gone, all right? Okay, so level highway is real easy access, all right? How many guys been out west, driven out west? Oh, I or not driven, but been out west with your parents. So, so you're, out, you're out west and you look down the highway and you can see where you're gonna be an hour from now, okay? That's what that's talking about. It's an open road, it's a pathway. So, so, not, so being, Upright, okay, and being upright is not being lazy, all right? Being upright is just a clear highway to success in your life, all right? Uh, where are we at? Verse, uh, go chapter 22, verse 13. Yeah, why don't you read it? The sluggard says, there's a lion outside, I shall be killed in the streets. The sluggard says, there's a lion outside, I shall be killed in the streets. What's that sound like? I can't wait to die. No, the sluggard doesn't want to go outside because there's a lion outside. What is it? Huh? Okay, what, what if there really isn't a lion out there? What is it? What is it? What is it? Is exaggeration, but what it's just a big egg excuse, exactly. It's just an excuse. I can't do that because oh, I got a headache. Okay, I can't do that. I'm so tired. Okay, excuses will keep you from getting anything done. Okay, every time. All right, let's see. All right, one, one more. Chapter 22, 26, Proverbs 26. 
And I had somebody read 13 through 16. Landon, you want to read for me? Uh, yeah, I can do it. Okay, thank you. Um, the sluggard says there is a line in the road. There is a line in the streets. As the door turns on its hinges, so does the sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. It wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. The 19th. The 16th. That was good. Yeah. Okay. So we already talked about the lion a minute. What, what, what's the other one? Now I know I know there's nobody in this room that can relate to this. All right. First, uh, as a door turns on its hinges, so does does a sluggard in bed. What is that a picture of? Lounging in bed, doing nothing. So what is the person in bed doing? Nothing. Well, they're doing something. They're they're, well, what are they doing? What does it say they're doing? Hang on, hang on. As, as it says, as the door turns on its hinges, so the sluggard is in his bed. What is he doing? He's tossing, he's tossing and turning. So he's tossing and turning. If you're tossing and turning in bed and you've been in bed all night long, what are you probably not? Um, not sleepy. Not sleepy. Not tired. Okay, you might be tired from just the fact that you've laid in bed. So this is, what, what's this a picture of? This is somebody who's laying in bed. And what, what time is it probably? Um, 12 o'clock. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. You must be guilty. Who said that? <laughs> Never how many how many have laid in bed till twelve o'clock in the afternoon? I have. Okay, I have. All right. Were you were you still sleepy? Let me ask you. Were you still sleepy when you laid in bed? No. Yeah. No, probably not. Okay. Okay. I'll admit to that. Okay. I'll admit to being to being lazy and laying in bed. I will admit to the fact to you that I've missed a day. That I went to bed. On, on Friday night and didn't get up till Sunday. All right, okay. That, that's just lazy. All right, right. And and there's no way that laying in bed that amount of time you've laid in one bed totally asleep. All right. What are you laying in bed? You're tossing and turning. Okay. So when so when your mom comes up and, and it's eight o'clock and it's Saturday and you've had a rough week at school. Oh, it's been so rough. All right, a rough week. All right. Your mom knocks on the door. Walks in, says, Adam, Adam, time to get up. Okay, I'll get up in a minute. Right. She goes back down. Half hour, half hour later, walks in. Adam, it's time to get up. Adam's tossing. I, 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 I'll get up. I'm, I'm up. I'm up. That's what I, my favorite one is. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. And I'm thinking, you're laying horizontal. You can't be up. All right. All right. So, laying in bed, tossing. Yeah, now, we've all done it, all right? There, is, there isn't one of us that does, but you have to be able to understand yourself. You got to admit, you're just being lazy, right? Okay? So, that's, that's the picture there. But this isn't a picture of just one Saturday in six months, one Saturday 
a year. This is a picture of a lifestyle, okay? So if, if your mom and your dad have to come wake you up every time, all day long, up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, every time, there's a problem. All right, that's this picture. This isn't a picture just that one day where you're like, come on, mom, it's raining outside. Just let me lay here for a little while longer, okay? This is a picture of a lifestyle, all right? So we're, let's go back to see where we at. Dun, ba, 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 uh, let's see. Turns on, so the slugger buries his hand in his dish and is weary to bring it out to his mouth again. You see, what, you see the picture here? You're up for breakfast, okay? You finally gotten up. It's now, it's now about 11, 11.30. You're eating your bowl of cereal, bowl of raisin bran with banana chipped up on it. Oh, now we're talking, okay? Or Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios are good. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. All right, so you got your milk in there. You've made, you're, you're sitting there. Now you haven't gotten dressed yet, all right? You still got your, no, you're not naked, all right? <laughs> you're, you, got, you got your pajamas on or your shorts or whatever else you got on, okay? And you're, you're, and you're, and you're sitting, and you're so, you're so lazy. This is the picture of this guy. He's putting a spoon in the cereal bowl, and he hasn't got the energy or the strength to even bring it up to his mouth. So, he's, so the next thing you know, he's like this. Next thing you know, his head's down on the table, all right? And that's this guy. So we've all had tough mornings, okay? That's just the way it is. Life sometimes is hard. You have tough mornings. But this is this guy's life all the time, okay? He's so lazy, he won't even feed himself, all right? Let's move down. Um... Let's see. Uh, the slugger is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can give a discreet answer. So this guy always knows best, all right? Now, I'm not going to pick on anybody in particular uh, of my sons. I have two. It's not the oldest, but I won't pick on anyone, all right? <laughs> but always knows better, always knows, gosh, Dad, you just don't understand. You just get, give me a break, will you? Uh, the, the pressure I'm under, the, the things I've got to do, I just, I just need, to, I need to relax and have some time. One more channel, one, one more series, one more, one more episode, all right? One, one, more, one more game. I'm just going to play one more game, all right? Okay. One more, one more, one more never gets nothing done, all right? So. That's kind of where we're going the next couple of weeks, just to give you an idea of what we're going to talk about, okay? These are very real things that each one of us deal with in our life, okay? And I'm going to be honest with you. I am a procrastinator par excellence, okay? I know how to put things off till tomorrow that really should be done today. Perfect example was my tire this morning, all right? Okay. But thankfully and graciously, I'm going to swipe yours. Our Lord has given each, each of us his word, all right, that can teach us the simple things on how to straighten out our life, the simple things as, as being lazy, 
and how to work and how to work for a boss, how to, it, even, if he's, even if he's a jerk, all right? Okay, because that happens. Mark, you ever work for a jerk? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ever been to jerk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. We've all, we've all, you, you, there's not, not a one of you, unless you never have a job, that aren't going to end up working for a boss that you don't like. But you got to do it. Okay. You, you, you got to, you got to, as a, as a Christian, you have to behave correctly. All right. And, and you have to exemplify Christ before him. All right. So. What is, what's today's takeaway? Okay. That book that you have sitting in front of you is an instrument, just like that is an instrument. It's a manual. It's an instruction in how to do things just like those books are. But you know what? If I wanted to build a house, I guess I don't have to use one of those. I guess if, if uh, I wanted to change the oil in my tractor, I don't have to use my manual. I guess if I wanted to put rebar in a, in a form, I don't have to use a book. I guess if I wanted to build a set of steps, I don't have to use uh, a guide to build the steps. Or if I wanted to be a, a good sailor, I guess I don't have to read the book. I guess if you want to be a Christian, you don't have to read the book. But I wouldn't recommend it, okay? I wouldn't recommend living my life like that, all right? It's sure a lot easier to build a set of steps if you do it right. Somebody can actually walk up them, all right? It's sure a lot easier to live your life according to God's way than your way or my way, all right? And I'm done, all right? While we pray, and we'll get out of here, all right? Do me a favor, don't make a whole lot of noise. Is it too early to dismiss them? I said, or are there questions? Yeah. You want thoughts? Questions, thoughts, ideas? I guess that we Okay, let me, let me just share this last thing with you, okay? I'm retired, okay? I will be 67 years old next week, all right? I managed today. Cut, cut me half, you can count the rings, man, all right? Never, what was I going to say? Now you know. <laughs> so I, I, I've worked since I was... 15. I've had a job since I was 15. Done everything from busting tables, unloading rail cars of sugar, building houses, uh, pouring concrete, cutting grass, painting houses. Okay, done, done a lot of different things. You guys will all experience different things in your life, okay? Different places of, of work. You'll work with all sorts of different people, all right? You'll work with some people that are great people to work with. You'll work with some people that don't pull their weight, okay? They're, they're lazy and, they, and it's a pain, all right? Their behavior is, is no excuse for you to behave that way, all right? We have, a, we, have, we have a standard that our Lord has set and that's how we're to live, all right? Okay, the, a lot of the other guys at work would disappear, okay? But I couldn't do that, all right? I just couldn't couldn't live like that. All right, I got to do my job. All right, so let's pray and we'll get out of here. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word that teaches us simple things and complicated things and hard things, Lord, uh, about how to live our life on a daily, everyday basis, Lord. Uh, whether we're uh, we got a job. Uh, whether we're going to school and that's our job, 
uh, whether we're taking care of a family, all those things, Lord, are all in your book, Lord. Help us to search it out and to learn it and to know it and to understand it and to apply it to our life. Thank you, Jesus, for your great love for us. And we ask this in your name.